want to be famous. What's going on everybody? You're tuning into Thoughts by DeVille of DI. This is your host, DeVille DI, and I'm about to bring you another episode of Growing Up DeVille. If you're not familiar with Growing Up DeVille, this is where I kind of give you a view into my life story the things that that happened along the road of my childhood that developed me into being the deville di that i am here today today's episode is grandma shitty chicken now this is gonna be an interesting one so just stick along with me while we go down this rabbit hole of grandma shitty chicken so for the first timers let me paint the scene at this point, I'm little. I'm probably 8, 9, 10, somewhere in there. I don't know. I'll, I remember that I was still learning cursive at this point. We had moved from our apartment into the apartment of this lady that sometimes they told us to call her Grandma B. Sometimes they taught, told us to call her Aunt B. I don't even think she was my blood relative. I think she was my aunt's husband's family. But either way, she let us come and live with them for a minute while we was going through some things. But I remember learning cursive while we stayed at her house because my mom taught me cursive. I was behind when I moved from the Carolinas to Ohio and I remember not being able to write cursive and my mom teaching me how to write in cursive. Writing in cursive is probably the biggest waste of time ever. Like, I don't even think they teach that in school no more. So, first of all, you're going to teach me my ABCs, teach me how to write all these letters, these words, and put them together. And then you're going to say, okay, well, now we're going to tie them all together and, you know, letters change formations and it's just a load of crap in my book. I never liked writing in cursive. It just seemed like so much waste of time. And apparently it was because as far as I know, most schools don't teach cursive anymore. But either way, that's the age I'm at. That's the, uh, when we moved back into into Miss B's house. Now this, she was one of those ladies. She was kind of weird. Some days she was like the wicked witch of the West. You know, some days she was just straight, mean, and evil. And some days, uh, she was like the nicest lady in the world. So, imagine being a kid and living through this. You don't never know. You come home from school, you don't never know who you're going to get, who you're going to run into that day. Whether she's going to be the nice lady or she's going to be this mean lady. Now, Miss B did not like for me and my sister to go outside. That's the first thing. She didn't want us to go outside because the neighborhood we in we were in were was bad or at least in her opinion it was bad. She was one of those Bible toting church going ladies and you know everybody out there was on drugs or drug dealers and so on and so forth. And I'm like, what does that have to do with me? Because I'm a little kid. I'm not going to be hanging with those people anyway. I'm looking for other little kids that I could play you know, kickball with or something like that. But she didn't like us to go outside. 
So the way my sister would avoid that, she just wouldn't come home from school. She'd get out from out of school and she'd just go do whatever she was going to do until she decided to come home. You know that, that saying, sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. She was fully onto that. She would just hang out until she was ready to come home. Now, I used to wait until uh, I'd get like sent to go get her and I'd get out of the house and I'd just stay out. <laughs> until my mom came home and she didn't like for us to watch tv too much either so we just be in the house like i had toys but not a lot of toys no tv and you just kind of just sitting around and that was the lamest thing ever bro i remember begging my mom for a uh a headset like a walkman walkman was the thing back then i was begging for a walkman just so i have something to use to entertain myself because she did not, she did not want us to go outside. And I never understood why. I never ran anything to anything bad outside. The worst thing that happened to me going outside was I got ran over one day. I was outside, I was eating a bag of chips, and the other guys was playing, you know, kind of running around, wrestling with each other. You know how kids, how teenage boys do, older boys do. They're running around wrestling with each other. And I just happened to get in the way and get slap ass ran over. My chips went one way, I went the other way, and but I was cool. I wasn't hurt or anything. And you know, I got up and dusted myself up and grabbed my my bag and savage what chips that I could, and just went on about my day. It was cool, but it was just an overall weird situation. And we were staying in this room, and this room was just packed with stuff all type of like war memorabilia and I remember finding like money from Japan and China and all these different places stuffed in drawers and I because I was a rambler I told y'all before I was a rambler right and if you stick a kid who has a tendency to ramble through things in a house with nothing to do what is he gonna do he's gonna start rambling he's gonna start looking for different things just ways to uh, entertain itself and I remember when I did when I could get outside like if my mom was home or if, you know for whatever reason I was able to get out I, I, I hang I used to hang in the laundry room a lot I don't know why it was just like my spot I go get my little army man and I go to the laundry room probably because nobody was there and I'm somewhat of an introverted introvert at times I go to the laundry room and I just play with my little uh, army man or whatever or I'll go over to the uh, the playground. There was a playground maybe 50 yards away from my house. Imagine being a little kid and there's a playground. You can walk out on the porch and you can see the playground, but you can't go to the playground. Because I was allowed on the porch. I just wasn't supposed to leave the porch. That, man, man, that's, like I said, that sucked. That sucked. Coming home from school and knowing that you were pretty much incarcerated from the moment that you got off that bus and walked into the house. It was it was, it was awful. But like I said, there was good days, too. She had her days where she'd just be happy and go lucky. And then you know how grandmas have that friend. Grandmas never have a boyfriend. They just have that friend that comes over. When that friend guy would come over, then I'd get sent out of the house. And I think she was a little too old to be getting that D dropped off. But, hey, who am I to judge? If you can get that D dropped off in you in the old age, do your thing, people. I mean, hey, it's a beautiful thing. Let's get <laughs> It's a beautiful thing, man. We're not going to handicap the older people from uh, getting that D dropped off in them. 
So that is the scene. You know, now you can understand where I'm at at this time, at this moment. And I'm going to take a second to uh, acknowledge my sponsors, and then we're going to get right back into this episode of Growing Up the DeVille, Grandma's Shitty Chicken. So let's get back into this, Grandma's Shitty Chicken. So on this particular day, we were having a good day. She was in a good mood. So my sister was outside uh, doing whatever she does outside, as teenagers do. I was in the house watching TV. Now, usually, I wasn't able to watch TV. Because Grandma B said that that would run up her light bill. So, she didn't normally let me watch a lot of TV. But on this particular day, I was allowed to watch TV. So, I'm sitting there, you know, enjoying uh, whatever it is that that I'm watching that day. Having a good old time. You know, probably watching Thundercats or, or, or Transformers or, you know, just whatever it was that I that, that, that caught my fancy that day. I'm relaxing watching TV, and she decides she's going to fry some chicken. And I'm like, yes! Fried chicken has always been one of my all-time favorite foods, fried chicken and pizza. So I was very excited about this fact that she was in here frying some chicken. So I'm laying on the floor. You know, I, I got that typical little kid uh, position. I'm laying on my stomach. I got my feet up in the air, kicking my feet, enjoying my show. She's frying chicken and singing, you know, like church songs and whatever, whatever. It's a good day. It's a beautiful day. So at some point, she decides to go in the back. And she leaves the chicken on. Now, I don't. I, at, at this point, I have no idea what she's doing. Uh, you know, in the back of the house. All I know is she's leaving me alone, and I'm very appreciative of the fact that she's leaving me alone. And chicken's frying, chicken's frying, chicken's frying, and I start to notice that there is uh, abundance of smoke start to come. From the kitchen. The chicken is burning is what's going on right now. I'm in a panic because, as I said, chicken is my favorite food. So, I said, Grandma, Grandma, the chicken. So, she comes wobbling out of, out of the back to save the day. Great, right? We're going to save this chicken. No, 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 no. What I realized was I look up and I see her pants and her stockings down around her knees. I see just all rectum exposed, tissue hanging out of the back while she goes to service the chicken. If you didn't hear what I just said, I say she came running out of the back. Underwear and stockings around her ankles, wobbling, rectum exposed with tissue paper hanging out of her backside. So, I know us as adults, we like, eh, well, everybody's done that before. 
this is not a big deal because I, I've I've had uh, emergencies in the kitchen where I might have had to come waddling out waddling out of the bathroom, you know, doing the penguin walk with my pants around my ankles to try to save the food before it burns up. But as a little kid, this is major. This is major because now this is doo doo chicken in my head, and I don't know what to do. I'm sitting there, and I am terribly afraid now that I'm gonna have to eat this chicken, right? So. I'm sitting there, I'm in panic mode. I don't know what to do. I'm like, who can save me? Because, like I say, I'm a little kid. And this lady has the tendency of being mean as hell. So I can't be the one to tell her I'm not eating this chicken because she'll blow up on me. And thankfully, who comes to save the day? My sister. My sister comes in the house and, you know, she, she, you know, she comes busting in and, doing her big bad thing because my sister was a big bad woman you know she don't play no game to this day she don't play no games zero games is getting played around her so i'm like hey i gotta find the time and a place for me to tell her you know what's going on because she walks in the door and she sees the chicken and she's like hmm chicken and i'm thinking in my head no 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 don't do it don't do it so she goes off uh, in the back end, you know, cause, because Miss B is still in the in the kitchen whipping up the chicken. So I can't say it in front of her. So I have to wait. I have to wait. I patiently wait for my time. So my sister comes in and she starts talking to me and, and she's about to head back out the door. And I'm like, hold up. Wait a minute. I have something to tell you. She's like, what? I'm shut this isn't for everybody's ears. I'm about to drop some pertinent information to you. So she sits down and she's waiting. And, and you know how anxious you get when somebody says they have something to tell you and don't tell you immediately. She had that kind of look on her face. I think she probably thought that Miss B did something to me. And my, and like I said, my sister was a fighter. And so she was probably getting in the mode to tear Miss B's ass up if she had done something to her little brother. But we wait impatiently. And then finally... Uh, Miss B goes back into the back to finish her work, and I slide over to my uh, sister, and I whisper to her. I had to whisper it because, I, you know, this is a secret operation. I'm on some Mission Impossible shit right now. So Miss B's in the back, and I go over, and I whisper to my, my sister. She came in the kitchen out of the bathroom with her pants down, and there was toilet paper hanging out of her butt. So I think she was taking a dump before uh, while, while she was cooking the chicken. And the look on my sister's face, you could see the excitement about the chicken drain out of her face. And she's like, you know what, Omar? We're not eating that chicken. We're not touching that chicken at all. I don't care what she says. Wait until mom comes home. Do not eat the chicken. So I'm like, cool. Whatever, you got my back. Matter of fact, she sneaks me outside. She takes me outside with her. And we just stay outside. Matter of fact, this was the same day that I got ran over outside. Because she took me out to the store. Bought me a bag of chips. We ate the bag of chips. I ate the bag of chips. And we hung out till my mom came home. So mom comes home. And now we're on another secret mission to tell mom without getting noticed 
that this is some shitty chicken. So we wait our opportunity, wait our opportunity, and we're like, Mom, we got to talk to you. Mom, we got to talk to you. And uh, so we finally get our opportunity to talk to Mom in private, and we tell her, Grandma came out of the bathroom with tissue hanging out of her butt and was in there cooking the chicken. She didn't even wash her hands. And my mom's face. This was an L all the way around. Everybody felt the same way about this chicken. And she was like, okay, don't worry about it. You're not going to have to eat it. So my mom... <laughs> My mom, being the mom that she is and being that we're living in this lady's house, she doesn't want to get into any type of confrontations about the situation. So she decides to just, I don't remember what reason she came up with, but um, we left. We all got in the car and we left. And she actually ended up taking us to KFC to get some fried chicken because we both had our hearts set on that fried chicken. But this fried chicken was contaminated. Did I say this fried chicken was contaminated, and we were not going to, we had came to a group decision that we was not messing with that chicken. That chicken was, oh, it was over with for that chicken. <laughs> so we went out to KFC and got some chicken, man. We was able to do that and pull that off without drawing any type of extra and unadded uh, attention to ourselves about the situation, man. But, yeah, that was a real shitty situation. You see what I did there? <laughs> Either way, thank you all for tuning in to DeVille D.I. Thoughts by DeVille D.I. The podcast and listening to my uh, my story time, man. I really appreciate each and every last one of y'all that tune in. We're going to keep these rolling. Uh, next week's episode, I'm going to tell you about my experiences in the church. We're going to call that one The Sins of the Flesh. Yes, that's going to be that episode right there. And this also continues the time where we were living at Miss B's house, man, it's a, a continuation of that, man. So, like I said, appreciate each and every last one of y'all that came around. If you haven't yet, make sure you check out my episodes that I drop mon uh, Monday through Friday, the Morning Discipline, where I catch you up on different things that are happening in the media with different celebrities, different you know things that are being covered. From the news, give you my perspective on them, and then I actually have tried to uh, teach you a little bit of more of a disciplined way to approach to your uh, on your road to success. I also have advice for gym noobs. Is you know it's supposed to be funny. It's up to y'all whether you think it's funny or not, but it's supposed to be funny. My funny take on what it's like to be the new guy, the new girl in the gym. Uh, if you haven't, go over to Facebook and like my the podcast Facebook page. It is Thoughts by DeVille D.I. Like it, follow it. Uh, you get some video content on there that, uh, you know, of course, you're not going to get over the audio version of the, uh, of the podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter at DeVille underscore D.I. Same on Instagram. And let's just keep this thing rolling. Keep this movement moving. Hey, I'm out of here, though, man. Thank you all for tuning in. Peace. <laughs> Bro, I'm not even done listening to this, but your grandma. <laughs> your grandmother. <laughs> your grandmother is funny as hell. <laughs> I'm certain at the moment when you were growing up, you hated it, but right now, that shit is funny as fuck. <laughs>
Yo, what's going on, brother? Uh, really, really glad that you enjoyed the the show, the episode about my Grammys chicken, man. Hey, stay tuned. If you haven't, if that's your first time checking out Growing Up the Ville, man, go back. I that's I believe that was episode eight. I believe that was episode eight. So it's like seven more stories for you to catch up on, man. If you haven't done that yet man but I, like I said I appreciate the love I appreciate you calling in and acknowledging uh, the show you know keep on your grind too also you know keep moving forward and yeah I'll holler at you later my guy peace